A Business Couch with Dr. Yishai, Episode 192. Welcome to The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai. I'm your host, Dr. Yishai Barkadari, psychologist and adaptability coach to entrepreneurs and business leaders. I believe that working on your business is more important than working in your business. If you want to achieve your business goals and dreams without the cost and pain of having to make every mistake yourself, then The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai is the podcast for you. I'm here to help you learn from the lessons of entrepreneurs and business leaders to help you work on yourself and your business so that you can save time, energy, and grow faster. For those of you new to the show, The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai presents three new episodes each week. On Insight Sunday, we dive into the minds of business leaders through insightful guest interviews. On Story Tuesday, we dig deeper with them and learn firsthand from their stories, hard-earned lessons, and experience. On Thrive Thursday, it's just you and me on the couch, where you'll hear scientific research, my thoughts, and tangible tactics to adapt and grow yourself and your business. Grab a proverbial seat and listen up so you can learn from the minds and mistakes of business leaders and apply their wisdom to your life and business. Welcome to Thrive Thursday with Dr. Yishai. This week on the Business Couch with Dr. Yishai, I had Crystal Covington, CMO of Go Lead Consulting and founder of the Women of Denver Business Organization. On Insight Sunday, episode 190, Crystal shared her road through the corporate world and into entrepreneurship. She talks about hitting a glass ceiling, experiencing burnout, and learning how to reinvent herself as an entrepreneur. Along the way, Crystal shared incredible insights on adaptability and how to handle lessons and ideas that are commonly shared, but hold us back. On Story Tuesday, episode 191, Crystal talked about lessons she learned the hard way about reaching out for help and developing partnerships that have been the lifeblood of her survival and of her business thriving. Along the way, Crystal shared why it is so important to have people you can struggle with, why it is important to support each other in tough times, and how it can be paid back tenfold, even when you don't see the direct path ahead. If you haven't yet, go back and listen to episodes 190 and 191 to learn from the insights, wisdom, and journey of an award-winning business strategist, TEDx speaker, and successful entrepreneur. At the end of our conversation, Crystal asked me why entrepreneurs have such a hard time breaking bad business habits that they learn and pick up in their prior corporate careers, and what makes it so hard to create change. So today, I'm talking about why entrepreneurs find it so difficult to change and switch tactics when something they learned in the corporate world isn't working in their own business. I also talk about how to make sure you as an entrepreneur and leader don't stay stuck with blinders on when a strategy isn't working. Before we dive in, I wanted to share that the Business Couch with Dr. Yishai is brought to you by Adaptability Coaching and Consulting. If you lead a seven-plus-figure business and want to reach the next level for yourself and your business, if you have passions, goals, and dreams and want to continue to strive as a team, a leader, and a visionary without risking burnout, if you have overcome challenges, developed wisdom, and know that adapting is not just for surviving, but a core part of thriving, 
then adaptability coaching is for you. With psychology and neuroscience-backed tools, the 3D adaptation framework can show you how to tap into and harness the way our brains are uniquely designed for adaptation. You can learn to harness and leverage adaptability tools and frameworks to grow yourself and your company. You can learn to become fast, flexible, and formidable. You can learn to hone yourself further, to proactively adapt, to thrive, instead of reactively adapting, just to survive. To learn more, go to dryishai.com coaching. And now without further ado, let's dive into breaking bad business habits. What do lopsided workouts, behavioral neuroscience, and entrepreneurship have in common? They are all about adaptability. Today, I'm going to break down all three to answer why it's so hard to break bad business habits and give you a framework to start flipping your bad habit hitches into one of your superpowers. Let's start with lopsided workouts. What happens if you only do weightlifting, but no stretching or cardio? What if you only work out your biceps doing curls and upping your weight consistently, but totally ignore your triceps? What you get are imbalances. These imbalances are very common for novice gym goers. It can even create bigger problems. For example, if you work out your chest intensely, but don't stretch or work out your upper back, those tight chest muscles can actually pull your shoulders forward and may potentially create upper back, shoulder, and neck problems down the road. These types of imbalances sometimes account for substantial pain and frustration. And it's not so different in business. But before we get there, we need to talk about behavioral neuroscience, especially the systems that help you create and change your habits. So many experts on habits often only focus on one aspect of them, how to create habits. When it comes to changing or breaking a less than helpful habit, they lean harder into creating a new habit instead of talking about how to be more adaptable or how to adapt your habits. But according to neuroscience, there are actually multiple processes at play in the creation and changing of habits. What needs to be addressed isn't just creating habits and sending them off like clockwork. We need to talk about how any habit or behavior changes. We need to talk about why it changes. And we need to talk about how change happens in our brains and what forces contribute to making those shifts. In other words, we need to talk about both habits and adaptability because they are two processes that work in tension and in tandem, much like your biceps and triceps when you want to flex and use your arms. You see, when someone is so focused on or entrenched in their habits, it is just like only working out your biceps but ignoring your triceps. Sure, it looks great and works great when you need to lift something really heavy in a curling motion. But when you need your triceps to stabilize or to move your arms another way, it can create a huge, painful, frustrating struggle. Same for just doing strength training, but skipping out on flexibility. So let's break down habits and dig into the other set of mental muscles you need to flex and develop which I like to call your adaptive brain. 
So we're going to start with habits. Habits are automatic behaviors. They're learned because they provide a benefit. In other words, every habit, especially when it's being formed, serves a purpose. Even the ones that become bad habits or don't end up being quite as helpful as we would like later on. In our brains, the process of learning and developing a habit actually causes your brain cells, your neurons, to inch closer and closer and closer together so that the circuits that code for a particular behavior or a way of thinking or when to implement those kinds of behaviors become more automatic. It's those processes that allow us to walk, talk, chew, sit, all while doing other things or paying attention to other things than just having to think about or figure out how much pressure or how much effort do I need to put in to move this muscle to do this action. Your habit brain, in other words, is designed to take what is working well and increase its automation to lower the time and energy it takes to start and get through doing that action to make it more automatic. And that includes lowering or reducing the amount of time and energy you spend thinking and deciding. Sometimes habits are very effective in one situation or setting, but much less effective in another. For example, the role of leadership in a corporate setting versus in an entrepreneurial one as the owner of the entire business. When this happens, sometimes we still continue using the old habit, even though its benefit is reduced, it's outdated, or even no longer being effective. Sometimes we use past experience and other circumstances or what other people have told us or what we've seen works for other people, and we tell ourselves that it will work for us or in our situation. That can be another case of relying on outdated or unhelpful information in a way that had worked or maybe does work for someone or some other business. We end up relying on systems, automation, and habits to do a lot of what we do on a daily basis. It's one of the ways in which we are able to take on more and turn our attention and our focus to other things that are bigger and more important or that are newer or require more attention more resources, and more effort. Change takes a very different process, a different set of circumstances, a different reaction. We don't need to just blindly or automatically engage a particular way of thinking or doing or a decision or an action. Instead, we need awareness about the habit not being as useful anymore as it used to be. We need information. We need data to solidify that initial awareness. We need to analyze the data to determine a new direction. We need a new plan and to start new action. We need to tinker with that plan and those actions until they become more effective or effective enough. And then we can engage our habit brains to learn, automate, decrease the required effort, and increase its effectiveness. This is a very energy-intensive process. Fortunately, you have a system in your brain that's designed to help you do just that. And I call that system your adaptive brain. In fact, that five-step process that I just outlined is what I call the ADAPT process, and it's the core of my 3D adaptation framework. 
awareness, data, analysis, plan for action, and tinkering. Okay, so let's talk about how and why habits, adaptability, and lopsided training affect your ability to make change, particularly if you came from a corporate environment. In a corporate environment, often adaptability is disincentivized, with one exception, startups. And we'll touch on that a little bit later. But why is adaptability disincentivized in a corporate environment? Because many corporations build and grow off of systems, processes, and policies. They require finding the right kind of person for a specific set of job responsibilities, getting that person into the right seat, and training them how to do their responsibilities better and better. Corporate environments often have a stay-in-your-lane kind of vibe and approach. So when someone is heading up a division, or even when they are a CXO, they often apply their skill set in a specific way, because that's what the corporation needs from them. That's the seat that they were put in. It's like getting someone who has some strength and then just asking them to bench press over and over and over instead of putting them on the track field, having them work out their upper back, or doing stretches. Does this start to ring a bell? Now, I want to briefly touch on a startup. In a startup, roles tend to be a lot more flexible. People are constantly picking up other types of projects or other type of work, and they're asking for help from all kinds of different people. And because of that, there is a demand and a request and a requirement even to do a lot of different kinds of work, some of which are really outside of that person's scope of expertise or their strengths. In other words, In a startup, everybody gets on the track, everybody has to pick up weights, and everybody has to stretch. They don't all do it in the same amount or in the same way, but it is often a much more well-rounded or differing set of responsibilities. And in fact, that tends to be rewarded. It's how startups can stay nimble and adaptive. So when you leave a corporate space, that's not a startup, to start your own business, suddenly you're not only taking the role of engaging your strongest muscles, your business now requires you to flex and use muscles that you haven't had much chance to work out or develop, perhaps ever. And while so many articles, books, and podcasts talk about how to make better habits, few focus on how to be more adaptable, overdeveloped in one way underdeveloped in another, like lopsided workouts, even though entrepreneurship requires adaptability as a core skill set. So why is change so hard? Because we learn throughout our corporate careers how to be less flexible and stronger in a specific specialty and skill set. No wonder why it's so hard to make a change even when it's right in front of your face. We don't learn to adapt, to become aware, collect data, analyze, plan, and tinker. And perhaps, even if you needed to do that inside your leadership or corporate role, you didn't learn to apply it across an entire organization, to zoom out rather than stay zoomed in on your specific area of expertise. I need to cover one more point. The difference between slow and steady investment in long-term growth that isn't always easily detectable or isn't what you might wish or want it to be, versus a strategy or solution that simply isn't working. It can be extremely difficult to evaluate whether something you're doing, 
like networking to generate sales opportunities, is a long-haul investment versus an unhelpful strategy. What's more, sometimes it's not that the strategy is completely unviable, but that it's not been optimized or is not being applied in an effective way. So how can you learn to be more adaptive when necessary and tell the difference between a dead-end approach versus a long-term game? It comes right back to adaptability as the skill to develop. You need to learn how to take a step back, look at whether you're zoomed into the right time frame, compare actual versus anticipated growth based on data in the appropriate time frame, evaluate whether your approach may have flaws, analyze and compare your data versus expectations or projections, Consider a new plan or multiple new plans and continue to calibrate repeatedly across this entire process, which is just another long form way to say you need to develop your adaptability. My secret weapon is the ADAPT framework, A-D-A-P-T. Learn to cultivate awareness. That's the A for awareness. Collect data. D is for data. Engage in analysis. That's the second A. Plan for further action. That's the P. And tinker with your recipe until it is working or until the data and analysis show that it's unlikely to yield results. That tinkering is the T. Very few people have or follow a framework or formula to help them become more adaptive and fewer continue to develop with intention their adaptive brain as a mental set of skills and abilities. But now that you have one and are armed with the knowledge for why it can be so tough to break business habits, it's time to set aside the time to start working out your adaptive brain. And on that note, I'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us today on The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai. If you enjoyed today's episode, take a moment to rate and review the podcast. It helps grow the show and gives more people like you the ability to learn and grow. You can also click the share button to share today's episode directly with someone you know who would enjoy it. The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai podcast artwork is made by Sam Barkadari, show notes by Yishai Barkadari, and music by www.purple-planet.com. The advice and opinions of the host and guests are our own. I'm a psychologist, but not your psychologist. The conversations and content of this podcast do not contain or create any psychology practice, diagnosis, or therapist-patient relationship with either the guest or the listener. So do your own research before using anything from this podcast. Thank you for listening. Remember, our thoughts and reactions affect our actions. By listening, we can learn from the challenges others face and the choices they make so that we can make better decisions and get better results. 